It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yucaipa. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. NBA takes center stage again this weekend. East and West, it tips at 6 o'clock, the All-Star game. But there was a lot of action when it came to slam dunking. We'll talk about that in just a second. But first, also on the ice... I had the pleasure of actually attending a hockey game. It's been some time, but I thought I would mention it because just for fun. How about the Dallas Stars? They beat the Capitals. The final score in that one, 4-3. Check out Tyler Sagan here for the Dallas Stars. Two-man advantage, three-goal lead. Sharp on the shot, save. Rebound tip, picked up and jumped over the second Klingberg. Backs up to get control. Straight away, hands it off to Sharp. 40 seconds in the period. Klingberg a one-timer, save. Rebound, score! All right, you got to love that. So we move to the uh, NBA and Kobe Bryant retiring. Kobe Bryant starts once again. It's his 15th start. It's actually his 20th All-Star game. He's scored 280 points. LeBron James giving some love to Kobe and his retirement. Our generation is the next one. You know, so you got Kobe, you got KG, you got Duncan, you got Manu and Dirk, their generation right now, and, and we're next. You know, so uh, I definitely think about it, and uh, that's why you don't take these moments like this for granted. You don't take the moments for granted when you're able to, you know, be on the same floor with, with Kobe or, you know, be on the same floor with Duncan and the rest of those guys that paid the way for us. Right again, East and West, it tips tonight at 6 o'clock Eastern All-Star Game. Side note, Matt Forte, the second most productive running back in franchise history for the Bears, will no longer be a member of Chicago. Remember, free agency starts on March 9th. Kate Delaney, NBC Sports Radio. This is KCAA. Hi, Pat Matthews again. I want to talk to you about selling online. And when I say selling... I'm talking about your home, your car, and even buying a house or a new set of wheels. There's a new kid in town. 
and that's buysellmakeoffer.com. The revolution has already begun, and I invite you to be a part of it. You see, get in on the ground floor because buysellmakeoffer.com never charges item fees. Can you imagine what the other guys might charge you for selling a car on their site, let alone a house? Well, buysellmakeoffer.com doesn't do that. And you can use Skype and YouTube videos to sell your products, big or small. Go right now to buysellmakeoffer.com and set up your account. For as little as $7.95 per month, you can sell up to 50 items. And they'll give you the first 30 days free just to try it out. Remember, no per item fees. Join the revolution today. Buysellmakeoffer.com. And tell them Pat Matthews sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. It's Wolfman Jack. Sometimes I get to thinking there's just not enough love and romance left in our lives today. And that's why I like to reminisce and to relive that first feeling of love and do it all over again. Did you boogie with your baby in the back row of the movie show? The Wolfman's back all the way on KCAA at midnight, Friday and Saturday nights, coming in March. Don't miss The Wolfman on 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. KCAA. KCAA is proud to announce another new service for all North American listeners. Now you can listen to our station on your telephone by calling us at 832-999-1050. Our service is available on any standard telephone, cell phone, or smartphone. Simply call 832-999-1050. That's 832-999-1050. Standard cell phone rates may apply. KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station, where your business comes first. This is the best of Jeff Barton, your voice of the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for the mortgage voice, Jeff Barton. Hi, this is Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We are Malibu Funding, Inc. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. The NMLS number is 79620. And, of course, www.malibufunding.com. I'm speaking with uh, Preeti Vadisha. How are you again, Preeti? Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Awesome. And uh, the reason I asked once again to have her on the show is that she's made a great move down to... uh, Texas, the Lone Star State, and we were just talking about uh, the way the market has changed and the loans and, and what's expected of uh, people. And, and um, So you were saying that the loans have gotten a bit easier to do, and therefore it has opened up uh, a new avenue for people to get loans, right? Yes, we. I have seen um, a great improvement, especially with FHA loans for first-time homebuyers. Um, you don't necessarily have to have the you know perfect credit, right. and they're making all kinds of exceptions. And um, you know, even if you had a employment um, break, you know the employment gap, they're even making exceptions on that. So, um, bottom line is, it's it's becoming easier for people to own homes again, which is a very 
positive thing to say. Yeah, do you think that there are still people out there who could refi, who haven't refied? To me, it's been so long that we've had these ultra-low rates. But um, uh, what's your opinion? I think there are still a lot of harp loans out there. I see. That, you know, uh, people just haven't thought about it. Or um, and even I have seen people where they had prepayment penalties and they're they're barely maturing now and now they're able to refinance again. So well, that's yeah. right, right. People who had done um, loans uh, with the prepayment penalty that would be usually a year or two years ago when they were getting their loans that they would have had to if they got into a property with a hard money loan, let's say, or something that was way higher because that's mm-hmm. all they could afford on a non-QM product. Now's about the time that they want to get into something lower because the prepayment penalty is up. Um, so, and, you know, another thing I have noticed, sorry, sorry to cut go you Go ahead, off, please is, do. Um, a lot of people had loan modifications, which were only done for five years or six years or seven years. Mm-hmm. So their interest rates are going to go back up. And since the property values have recovered, um, it's a great time for them to lock in that you know 30-year fixed term or 15-year fixed term for them okay let's get into a bit of specifics about you and where you are what city you are you now located i am in uh, round rock texas um about you know 15 20 miles from austin texas okay that's a great area and uh, i like austin area quite a bit i go down there probably once every two years i went down there last summer um it's an affluent community, but it's also a very outdoor area. What are the house prices down in your area? So the, um, you know, if you're looking at a, you know, average three bedroom, two bath house, about um, uh, we'll say like anywhere between sixteen to seventeen hundred square feet. It's about um, two hundred and fifty thousand for a brand new property here. So very affordable. Very affordable, and are, yeah, does very the reasonable. does the employment uh, support what these prices are. I guess they would have to, yeah? Oh, yes. Um, economy is great right. um, in Austin. Um, a lot of technical jobs. Um, uh, Dell has their, um, you know, headquarters here. I see. Uh, General Motors, um, Apple's coming. and so, so those are technical jobs. But um, even in, you know, um, your government jobs are here, um, teaching jobs, um, there are two big hospitals. So, I mean, economy is, is doing great. And, and so, I mean, I know of Austin, um, when you meet people, um, they're very positive. Everybody right. um, is either, either they already own a home or they're planning on buying one or upgrading. So you know that everyone's doing well and they're, you know, um, they're feeling positive about the future. So very um, positive energy in people, I noticed. A couple of things that have happened in the news just recently. Obviously, we have an election coming up this year, and I know from my friends in Texas, Texas politics being what it is, uh, very involved in you know what's happening nationally in terms of how it affects the market psychologically. Also, what's going on in China and some of the overseas markets to um, – I guess offset some of the positive things that the Fed or uh, FHA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac are trying to do to the mortgage market. Do you see any of that affecting what's going to happen in 2016 in terms of your own market, whether it's the purchase or the refi market? 
No, I uh, I don't think so. I, I I still feel like owning a home um, and you know providing a you know like a place for your family to to grow. I think those are very personal decisions. I know politics affects uh, you know the housing market and all that, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's going to affect to a point where um, they can actually uh, increase or decrease the home sales or, or or anything to that nature. I don't think so. Okay, well that's good. I, yeah. I personally, I feel like we are back on um, where everybody uh, wants to eventually become a homeowner um, and I it's see. very um, it's very encouraging to see that in people pretty give us your phone number down there obviously you do a lot of business up here in the LA area but now that you've branched out some in Texas we have a license down there and obviously it's a it's a great market as you are talking about how do people reach you okay well um, my cell phone number is still the Los Angeles number it's 28. Three zero four 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 zero nine, and um, that's the uh, you know I am always available on that um, phone, and people can can even um, you know send me an email. It's uh, my first and last name T R E E T I, B as in boy A, B as in David, E S H A, prepubidation at hotmail dot com, and then I also have um, a Texas phone number. Uh, which is 512-487-7267. Okay, so thank those you. Are the, okay, that's, that, that's my contact. Great. No, that's very good. Okay, let's talk about something specifically, short sales. I know that we're, uh, you and I are involved in a uh, typical short sale now, but there may be people still in the marketplace who have a home which is upside down and they've just lost a job or there's some catastrophe out there that they cannot pay their mortgage. They want to pay their mortgage. They can't pay their mortgage. Uh, What is the short sale? How does it work? And how can people get uh, into doing one if they need to? I think short sales um, have never been um, easier to do. Um, Right now, lenders are willing to work with you. Um, They will, um, you know, it's just a matter of listing your property for sale and having your listing agent negotiate, um, you know, the short sale. But after that, the process is very easy. And another great thing about short sales is you short sell your property within um, next four years, you're ready for a conventional loan. And I believe in next two years, you're ready for an FHA loan. So you can start over. Uh, you know, you don't really have to. Um, it's not the waiting period is not that long. So if you want to get rid of, um, you know, your property at this time, uh, within next two years, you will be able to own a home again. And that's so, with the FHA product? Mm-hmm. Yes. And FHA but, rates are typically lower than conventional rates. Isn't that right? Oh yes, uh, we're doing um, we're doing very low FHA rates these days. And another great thing is they have dropped their monthly mortgage insurance. Yes, they have. Um, so I would say FHA is very close to conventional uh, loan products at this time, except for that upfront mortgage insurance. So that gets added into your loan, so that it's not really you're you're not paying it out of your pocket, you know. So. Okay, I that, think FHA loans are great. Well, you know, the Texas market, which I love, and that's why we're down there, I, I always watched 
what they do there. I think some of the social services aren't up to what they would be in a California or in New York or in Illinois. But on the other hand, employment is high, and it always has been um, in terms of people work in Texas. They uh, they seem to have no issues getting jobs, and you're saying that the optimism there is infectious, right? Yes. it's. I mean, so far, um, borrowers and buyers that I have talked to, um, both husband and wife normally work. Right. And um, job is never um, a problem here. I mean, very rare you would come across somebody that didn't get approved or ended up, you know, falling out of escrow. Normally, it's, it's a smooth closing here. Uh, it's it's very, very refreshing to see. <laughs> so, hey, Pretty, thanks very much for coming on the show. We are up against our 10 o'clock, 10-minute 10 uh, deadline, and I really appreciate Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Once again, coming on the show, it's great to, to have you as our uh, our Austin, I guess, correspondent, but also a terrific loan officer. Thanks very much for coming on the show. Well, thank you very much for, for having me. Okay. Uh, it was great. Thank you, Jeff. Sure. And this is Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to the best of Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. This is The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and welcome to this segment of the show, Malibu Funding, Inc., 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Our MLS number is 79620, and of course, it's www.malibufunding.net. We do have an email if you want to email us, info at malibufunding.net, and of course, we're on Facebook. You just go to Facebook, type in home loans colon Malibu Funding, and our homepage comes right up. We have a lot of areas there where you can comment. Uh, the website itself has a number of different products and loan officers that you can take a look at. We're interested in helping you make decisions about both what you want to do on a purchase, what you want to do on a refinance, and if you just want to talk to us about whatever your issues are. Um, being honest with your loan officer helps because without that, we can't give you the most honest answer possible, which would be to help you either get a loan or a refinance. Um, today with us once again is Connie Hernandez. Connie, how are you today? Fine, great. Happy to be here. Hey, thank you very much. And she's from PMA, PMA and uh, a great company out in the Inland Empire. And uh, you're in Rancho, no, you're in Ontario, right? That's where you were. <laughs> No, let me, let me correct you, Jeff. I'm in the city of Covina. Covina. Yes. Oh, why do I say Ontario? I guess when I travel out to visit with you, I just it all kind of melds together. But, of course, <laughs> it's a great area. It's a terrific town, and uh, we're happy to have you on once again. Uh, as we were talking off air, how is, how is business and how is things going out there uh, in January of 2016? Well, you know, I'm very busy, surprisingly. Usually, um, January seems to be a bit of a slow month. Mm -hmm. December was really busy as well. And, you know, with with some of the positives that are going on in the industry, 
I think people are encouraged, and we have uh, quite a bit of new refinance coming in. As a matter of fact, uh, I expect to be busy, really busy for the first quarter. What is the deal with the refinance people? I was just asking our previous guest about refinance in a different part of the country, and she said, yes, there are still people out there. She mentioned the heart-blown people, and I'm thinking, well, wait a second. So you're in one of the most populous areas in Los Angeles County, uh, Riverside, yeah. San Bernardino counties as well. What has uh, been the holdup for most of the clients, or did they just come off some bad loan or the equity in their house increased enough that they could refi? Well, you know, I have been, I've actually been getting a variety of different scenarios for the refinances. One of them, which I'm not sure if, uh, you know, my other um, associates in the industry are seeing the same thing, but I've actually had an opportunity to refinance quite a few people that were in loan modification. Right. And they're now seasoned. They have now strong, stable jobs. They've made their payments on time. And now they're eligible to get out of that loan mod that maybe initially was only a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing some of those. And, you know, we're, we're doing quite a few refinances on FHA, taking the mortgage insurance out of the picture and saving them money each month. I see. Well, there's that dog we were talking about. Boy, what, what's your dog's name? We love animals, and it's a family show. So what's the dog's name? Uh, my dog's name is Prince. He's a Prince. Prince, uh, King Charles Cavalier. So he's kind of the, the baby of the house now. He's a little spoiled. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, uh, good for the dog, good for your family. Obviously, you know, being in the loan business, when, when we're talking with clients, all sorts of things crash and happen. And, you know, uh, people get into all kinds of issues uh, on the phone with spouses, with, uh, you know, all kinds of things happening. So a barking dog is right up our alley. We seem to just roll with it, right? <laughs> No, not a problem at all. Um, In talking about clients and and where your clients come from, obviously you've been in the business a long time. Uh, When I talk to clients, they are always asking me a number of questions about uh, me personally, where I've come from, and and what kind of person I am, because trust is the major issue here, right? If someone doesn't trust you with their most intimate financial details and secrets, uh, it's going to be very hard for them to do a loan. Talking about this uh, not only in my own business, but can you just share with the customers what you're looking for from them uh, when you make the initial contact so that they have a, a, a good idea how to approach you or any loan officer for that matter? Well, you know, to be quite honest with you, Jeff, um, I've been in sales most of my adult career. and I didn't start in the real estate industry. I started in the commercial industry. And one thing I've learned very early on is that trust is everything. Mm-hmm. And it has to go both ways. <clears throat> for that. It has to go both ways. So, you know, technically, I guess you could call it that we're in the sales industry. I've never looked at it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, I believe that I'm in the service industry, and I'm there to help them find solutions. So usually when I meet with someone, especially for the first time, you know, in the old days when we used to have to take uh, manual applications, right. I never really took a manual application on the initial visit. Um, usually it was just a, a draft uh, piece of paper, and we would do pretty much a get-to-know-each-other, and I'd let them know that I was there to ask a few questions, and they were there to be honest with me so that I could best help them find a solution to whatever the situation was. 
And that's really been my approach from very early on, and I continue to do the same thing. I usually let them know a little bit about my history, how long I've been in the business, which Mm -hmm. is 20-plus years, and I let them know that I'm going to ask them probably more than the average question, and that's just to help me help them better. Uh, But that's been my approach. You know, when we we talk to clients, there's always this nervous dating mentality between both loan officer, whether you're in the loan loan business or whether you're in the real estate business, there's such riding on it, right? There's so much money, stress, tension, not to mention that there's, if it's a family and it's a first time home buyer, they've got even double stress because obviously they're trying to figure out between the couple themselves, what, what they're doing. And then obviously to trust somebody that they, they may or may not know through a recommendation or a family friend. And by the way, I don't do family at all because that always <laughs> that always works out just the worst. I usually recommend uh, a good person to do that instead of myself. That's my own personal thing. But so for you, the most important, if you were to say there's one thing that would be the most important thing that you could tell your prospective future customer uh that they would have to prepare to get this loan, what would be the one thing that you would tell them? That they would have to prepare to obtain a loan in, in general? Yes, that's correct. In well, getting a loan, what's the one thing that you would tell them to do? The most important thing is to make sure that they all have their proper documentation, meaning their tax returns, their pay stubs. In today's society, really everybody shreds everything and we still need those documents in order to qualify their loan and the other the other thing and i know this is a second thing but if they're planning on purchasing a home i usually tell them to really sit down and analyze their finances we definitely don't want to put them in a situation which is drastically going to change their lifestyle right so uh you know i have them uh, sit down as a couple if it's a couple or a family if it's a family and discuss those situations and those those possible changes that may occur because the last thing we want to do is we, we don't want to alter someone's life so much by purchasing a home that they become unhappy as being homeowners. Okay, excellent. Uh, could you give the, custo- the uh, people listening to the show your telephone number and a way to get in touch with you because obviously... Um, that's that's part of the reason why I wanted you on the show is to give the customers and the people who are listening to the show an opportunity to get in touch with you as you're the type of person that I would want representing me. So can you give us your phone number? Absolutely. I will give you both my office number, which I'm at 101 North Fifth Avenue in the city of Covina, right on the corner of Cedillo and Citrus. Our office number is 626-918-2419. My personal number direct to me would be 626-422-2017. And I'm happy to sit down with anyone and answer any questions they may have. I've got one last question for you. What's the biggest complaint you have out there in the market right now? The biggest complaint I have right now in the market is because of you the regulatory changes that happen with our disclosures, right. they're, they're used to seeing their escrows. Uh, and, and really, it's not the borrowers complaining, it's the realtors that, that are having some challenges with the time frame. Right. Um, we're not closing loans in 30 days. <clears throat> Sorry again. We're That's... not closing loans in the normal 30-day period. 
and that's obviously due to the changes. Right, and and these changes are here to stay, probably more to come. Mm -hmm. So when you're purchasing a home, are you recommending to the real estate agents that they take at least 45 days in the contract so that nobody's, you know, getting insane towards the end? Absolutely. You know, and there there are some statistics out there that say the average time frame to close a a loan last year that was before the changes was about 49 days. Right. So now with the changes, we have to add at least five days to that. Right. That would give you a comfortable time frame. I agree with that 100%. I think if people get the expectation going into the process, there's less likely to be freaking out at the end about what's happening. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, and, and everybody's under a lot of pressure. We all want to close the loans quickly. Right. But we also have to be diligent to stay within compliances. Connie, thanks very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You always do a great job of uh, both informing and, um, you know, giving people a reason uh, to trust people in our industry because we've had a bad rap over the years, but uh, luckily, you know, through my company and the people I deal with, uh, you know, we're making a bit of a comeback, and you're part of the reason for that. So I really appreciate you coming on the show once again. Well, I appreciate being part of your group. It's always nice to be online with you. Thanks very much. And that's Connie Hernandez. My name is Jeff Barton. I'm your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the best of Jeff Barton, your voice of the mortgage industry. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to the Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. The telephone number here is 888-713-2929. Of course, we're Malibu Funding, Inc. Animalist number is 79620. www.malibufunding.net is the website. Our Facebook account is, if you go to Facebook, type in Home Loans colon Malibu Funding, and we pop right up. Uh, we get about 60 to 90 different requests for information a month through the website, as well as from the radio shows. Uh, We're happy to talk to you about refinance and purchase, of course. Uh, We try to gear the show for you to get educated on what's happening not only locally but around the world. Uh, Events that you may or may not know about are going to affect you in many different ways, especially this year. This year is an election year in the U.S., and uh, we're expecting uh, that long slog to the next president to be both dramatic and um, it could shake the market. So with us today, and I'm very happy to have him on for the first time, is a friend of mine, David Vischer, who is partner in Orion Partners. Uh, David, how are you today? Doing very well, thank you. Okay, excellent. Um, And you heard the intro, and what we're looking to do here is to try to understand. Uh, We have a, a listening audience of about 5 million people, and they need to know what is happening around the world and how it's going to affect their little world, In whether it's in uh, the Inland Empire, Los Angeles, Riverside Counties, Orange County, or up in Ventura County, where we're being broadcast today. Let's first get to uh, the biggest news, which I think is in the world markets, uh, what's happening in China. We've all been used to buying products really cheaply at Walmart or Target for years. Uh, what is happening at that economy and um, what do you think is going to happen in the next 90 days over there? Well, I mean, I think the big thing is things are slowing down, but it's all relative. Chinese slowing down is to a 7% GDP growth, whereas for us, 7% would be yeah. a knock-the-socks-off kind of thing. Right. So the fact that they're slowing down, I think, is a given. Just the law, law of large numbers starts working against you. 
Um, and, the, you know, I mean, I think certainly from a Chinese economic perspective and Chinese equity perspective, yes, it's going to be an exciting year. But in terms of how China affects the rest of the world, I think it's the mostly psychological. I think it. I think China will hit Europe harder than it hit the U.S. But the difference is China is not really a consumer economy, and so the fact is, if you if if you don't have a bunch of consumers stopping to consume, that's what drives other other economies down. Like when the U.S., which consumes all over the world, you know, has a recession. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in the whole world is affected. Mm-hmm. China, on the other hand, I think will have a much lesser impact. Well, isn't part of what's going on over there that they, they're trying to switch their economy from a import, build it and sell it type economy to a uh, consumer-based economy, and it just hasn't worked because the demand there hasn't kept up with what the production has traditionally been, which, as you say, now is 7%, but it was at 11%. Yeah, exactly. Now, they're used to growing fast. they and they're also used to having these huge public works. They spend a ton of money on capital investment, you know, on the public side of things, you know, building roads and mm-hmm. trains and all that kind of stuff. Right. But the individual consumers definitely have not been um, pulling their weight, so to speak, relative to the U.S. at least. Now, um, are although you cons- that, that's definitely changing. Are you concerned with the debt? Now, we talk in the U.S. all the time, and, and I'm not an economist, so I have some limited understanding. But... The Chinese debt is so unbelievable and has uh, quadrupled in the last seven years uh, to some insane $25 trillion. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM, K293CF, Moreno Valley. 
Is this something that you have to be worried about if you're an American consumer loving to buy those cheap Chinese goods? I don't know. I don't think – my feeling is their debt the, – the main problem with their debt is the whole financial system is so opaque. Right. You know, it's all who knows who, and it's all tied into the government. And I think the – the uh, it, it, certainly, it certainly has a lot of room for correction. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, the government has a lot of power to make sure the correction is not fast and furious. In the U.S., we have a great many funds, and some of them are terrific, and they often offer us great return on our money. How much of exposure do we have in the Chinese market in some of the big funds that, let's say, the teachers' union or your credit union is invested in? I would bet quite small, relatively speaking. Okay. First, from a capitalization perspective, I don't think China is that big on the on the global market just yet. And I also think it's actually quite hard to for outsiders to invest into China, Chinese equities or any anything in China. Yeah, I've been reading about the uh, inability of companies to get in their uh, boots on the ground. I just didn't realize that it extended to, like you say, the equities markets. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that familiar with it, but I do believe there is a, a, quite a few restrictions for outsiders owning equities in China. Let's turn to the U.S., um, Housing, uh, real property, or the markets? Um, you, this is a volatile year, as every year, I guess, could be said to be that. Uh, we're coming into some interesting times, obviously, politically. Do you think it's a good time to invest in real property, or would you continue to put your money in the markets? Well, I mean, I think the real question for putting money in the real market is is the basic rent versus buy decision. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the rental market, you look at the buy and how much it costs to, to carry it with the interest cost where they are. My guess is there's a lot of markets where buying still makes sense. I think interest rates are still low. I think they're going to remain low for a while. Um, and um, I think if you look at, you know, the fact that you can deduct interest on loans, Right. Even with pretty expensive real estate with these rates where they are right now, you can still afford to carry a pretty large property and be better off than renting. Do you recommend people getting into, let's say, uh, commercial real estate, office buildings, or do you think that that is always a danger? I mean, the reason I ask that question is because um, uh, looking at the commercial vacancies in some areas of the country is always interesting to me. For instance, we're Locally, we have uh, some interest in getting the St. Louis Rams to the Los Angeles market. And, of course, we all know uh, Stan Kroenke, who's been around Malibu for a number of years. He's saying that the St. Louis uh, commercial market and the St. Louis perspective for business is, you know, in the, in the tank. Um, so, obviously, buying there would be a mistake in my mind based on what he's saying. Is that the truth here in our local market in Los Angeles? Or do you follow it enough to be able to give us your opinion on it? I don't follow it a lot, but I do follow it enough to know that the people who know what they're doing mm-hmm. will likely do fine. Right. And the people, there's a lot of people. It's it's a, it's a market where the insider has a huge advantage. And uh, for the guys that know what they're doing on the inside, I think they'll do fine. So on, on the right for the for people just dabbling in it. The odds of getting burnt, I think, is relatively high. Right. Well, that's a good that's a good point because I think a lot of people who do 
who are doing well, who do have some extra money, are looking around to place their money somewhere, and they don't know exactly where to where to go with it. Um, we always in the real estate and mortgage business say, hey, why don't you buy a second house and rent it out? And uh, your example of, no, you have to make sure the cash flow is right and make sure that you know, you're buying it at um, the right price so that you can carry it with the tenant in it if you're looking for an equity play or if you're looking for something more you know, along of a flip. Um, but that's you know, obviously what, what I think people are looking to when they're looking for advice on what to do with their money. Because like you say, and the less you know, you probably shouldn't play. Yeah. If, if you don't know who the sucker is, it's probably you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. That's absolutely a great point. Okay, so Donald Trump, 45% tariff on uh, Chinese goods. What do you think of that idea? I don't think he'll get elected. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's just well, – that, that's a separate story completely. I'm just talking banding about I the think, – I think his – his sort of um, policies are just ill thought out, frankly. So putting a tariff on Chinese goods—I don't—I don't know what that really accomplishes for anybody. Well, it's a populist viewpoint. Obviously, it's an electable it's, it's issue. A, it's a populist viewpoint, and right. so everybody has to pay more for all these goods that they thought were so cheap. Okay, well, let's let's talk about that for a second. Right, exactly. Yes, you, you want to buy cheap goods, but at the same time, are cheap goods good for America? Even though they might be good for you. Well, I, in theory, they, they uh, you know, if, if we can buy cheap goods, you can spend your money, either your money on other things that actually have more value to you. Well, and I, so maybe you're not employing an American to make those goods, but on the flip side, you're using your money that would have gone into playing an American for buying a haircut or doing some other service-related thing. Which right is now, eighty percent of our economy. I know that's that's the point here. I'm and, and I'm playing devil's advocate. Obviously, I like to buy cheap stuff too. I mean, don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't. I'm not one of these guys that say, "Yeah, let's pay more just because I can and you can't." Yay for me! No, I'm not that at all. Okay, well, David, I really appreciate you coming on. And if people want to do um uh, talk to you further, do you have a number or a way that they can get in touch with you? Um, sure. Um, uh, it's three one zero four five seven. Seven eight eight zero. Well, thanks very much. And again, this has been uh, David Vischer from Orion Partners on the show talking about um, money, where it's going, uh, some of the influences around the world. David, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Okay, appreciate it, Jeff. Thank okay, you. man, I'll talk to you okay. later. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to the best of Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. This is The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, Malibu Funding, Inc. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. I want you to pick up the phone and give me a call. Um, I am going to talk about a couple of things right now which will affect you. Um, you may not think they affect you, but they're going to affect you. Uh, if you want to reach us via email, it's info at malibufunding.net. And, of course, it's uh, Facebook. Go to our Facebook page. By going to Facebook, typing in Home Loans, colon, Malibu Funding, and we pop right up. And by the way, there's a lot of great information on there. We have linked our rates to Zillow, and Zillow will be updating the rates on a daily basis. They've actually done very um, well. I mean, even though the 25, uh, 25 basis points rate hike of a couple of weeks ago did affect the market temporarily, we are almost seeing the same kind of rates we saw a month ago. So 4%. Uh, fixed rate, 30-year, conventional loan, yes, we can do that. And we can do probably a 3.5% uh, 
FHA loan uh, today if you qualify. There are certainly a number of uh, down payment assistance programs. There are uh, 203K, which is the fixer-up loan. There's a lot of ways that we can talk to you about what you're trying to do, whether you're trying to fix up your house to sell the spring buying season. Although um, last week we had someone on the show that said there is no spring buying season anymore. It's basically year-round because the inventory has been so low in our listening area. And I want to say hi to everybody up at KCAA, Fred and Mike and all the guys and gals who work over there. They do a great job for us, and we really appreciate it. That's a belated Happy New Year to you, and I'm sure this year will be and bring you some great things. Uh, we are in the middle of, as I said, um, the beginning of El Nino, which in our area means a lot of water, and so therefore there's a lot of local issues to do and to deal with that. Uh, on a broader scale, we have talked already on the show, things that are going to affect you overall are the things that I think are important. Uh, we had talked about what's going on in China and what's going on in Europe, uh, what can go on here locally is affected by worldwide events. Uh, I know that, uh, for instance, if you owed a lot of money to someone and you stopped spending money, it would affect the grocer, it would affect the hardware store, the gas station, the restaurants. Well, that's what I think is happening in China in that uh, their debt has quadrupled to $25 trillion. Think about this for a second. The U.S. debt is currently $14 trillion. Chinese debt is $25 trillion, and it has expanded. It has doubled, actually, in four years. Uh, so what does this mean? This means that the government's borrowing money, and they are building huge projects, as our last guest talked about, in China, but the average Chinese worker's Income, real income, although it's better than it has been, has not kept up enough with uh, what the demand needs to be to grow that economy at 10 to 11 percent a year. So what happens is that the demand for internal Chinese consumption is down, therefore their gross national product is down, which means that the government has to continue to borrow money, uh, and that is not a good thing because, in my opinion, the U.S., like a lot of places around the world, have been supplying China with raw materials in which they would make goods to then sell back to us at a very cheap price. And whether you're in the um, mortgage uh, industry like I am uh, or the banking industry like most of the people I do business with, all of us uh, deal with overseas um, competition all the time, uh, whether it's the person you talk to on the phone at Bank of America, Citibank, Wells Fargo, or Chase, or whether it's somebody handling your loan processing. Or I don't know if anyone realizes this, but when Bank of America started uh, doing loan modifications in 2009, that every loan modification in the U.S. for Bank of America went overseas. And it sat there for a year and a half to two years before anything was done. Bank of America has since obviously gotten into trouble for that and paid billions of dollars in uh, fines and restitution and payments. Um, but that's, that's where a lot of the competition that we see that um, uh, is going to be affected by people who stop being able to spend money. And people spending money, whether it's in China or India or uh, Vietnam, for instance, I have a sister-in-law who lives in Vietnam, and there's a, a terrific tech center over there, kind of like a, a Silicon Valley area as well. And they do a lot of investment um, both there in the um, Pacific Rim and certainly through the United States. But outsourcing of jobs in the United States has happened for oh, a generation. 
and we've always said here on the show that the best thing for America is to try to keep that stuff here. So in talking to Daryl, he's bringing up to me. Um, Daryl, why don't you just uh, relay that to what they were talking about in terms of bringing jobs back to the U.S.? Well, a lot of companies are participating in now what they call insourcing, which right. uh, outsource was the big uh, watchword for manufacturing probably five or six years ago. Right. But the Chinese uh, tend to compromise quality, long deliveries, and uh, a lot of companies are trying to bring that back into their uh, into, into the their, U.S. Into their full, so they can keep their arms around it, so they can supervise it, manage it, and uh, make sure that the quality, price, and delivery stay at equilibrium. I think that's exactly what's happening here. Although, the way corporations work, because they're multinational and because their interests don't necessarily coincide with the interests of uh, you and your family are, I'm sure that you can't uh, outsource your gas station uh, or your local grocery store, or Seven Eleven, or the butcher, or the baker, the candlestick maker, everybody that's local that means your community is your community. No, they're not outsourcing anything. Um, so large corporations insourcing jobs back to the U.S., Chinese debt. Um, what does all this mean to us locally? We are in a presidential year, and we talked about uh, what's going to happen with uh, either Donald Trump or one of the other candidates on the Republican side, and certainly Hillary Clinton, or one of the other candidates on the Democratic side. I mention those two specifically because, um, hearkening back to the 90s when Bill Clinton was president and the, the economy was roaring, I wasn't a big fan of Bill Clinton as a, as a person, but as a, as a manager of the country and the economy, he did a pretty good job. Um, and whether uh, the businessman, quote-unquote, outsider Donald Trump is good for the country because he would bring fresh and new ideas. There's going to be changes this year, and if you're basing your changes on your pocketbook, you're going to look at how you're doing right now and say to yourself, okay, am I better off today than I was four years ago? Of course, everybody knows that phrase. Everybody knows that quote. It's used every election cycle, and um, depending on where you stand, I guess, is uh, depending on how you're going to answer that. Uh, the question for uh, us here at the show is, what's interest rates going to do? Uh, I'm anticipating, as a result, a lot of the uh, money around the world because of the issues both in China and India and what's going on in Europe uh, with the uh, what they call the pigs, Portugal, Italy, um, Ireland, uh, who is it, Spain, and uh, Greece. These are the bad countries that are about to be cut out of the European Union, in my opinion. And uh, so what, what happens over there is going to directly affect, you know, the demand for products here in the U.S. because a lot of the money that was going to be spent here is now being spent there in order to prop up both an economy or economies uh, that aren't quite making it. So how does this all affect us in the mortgage market? I think a lot of outside money uh, from Europe and Asia will continue to flow into the U.S. and buy mortgage-backed securities, which will keep – uh, the demand for the mortgage-backed securities high, keep interest rates low. I think what we will do is we will probably see instead of four or five interest rate hikes, we will probably see two this year. And we will end up probably uh, by the end of the year between uh, 45 to 4.75% interest rates at your basic rate, which will be about a point higher than they were a month, month and a half ago. I think that's uh, something that is doable. One thing we're worried about, of course, in the U.S. is uh, uh, not high enough inflation. I know people say, oh, inflation, who wants inflation? Well, uh, the way the economy works is that they work at a 3% inflation rate. That means that people are getting more money at their job, 
uh, products are costing a little bit more, and the economy grows based on a 3% inflation rate. If we have deflation, i.e., you buy something at one price, and six months later it's not worth you know what you paid for it, and you have to buy it at less, uh, that's not a good thing. So uh, in what we're deciding to do for you know, business in this country is always a jigsaw puzzle. That's why this is a very pivotal year for you, and you have to pay attention to both what's out there in the world and obviously what's going on in your own community. Your job is the most important thing that you can do uh, to stay uh, employed, pay your mortgage, and and keep your bills from uh, piling up on you. Uh, the average debt in the U.S. is down slightly uh, the last year than it was the year, year previous. Real estate prices are up. Uh, quite significantly in the uh, San Bernardino Riverside area, and we're always worried about bubbles in, in all these areas. So be particular at what you buy and when you buy it. Certainly mortgage interest rates are going to remain, as I said, uh, below 4.5% for the remainder of the year. So I think this is a good time for you to get in and buy something. Um, and again, uh, I really appreciate uh, the people that do call into the show, look for financial information. We're certainly uh, able to give it and try to bring to you the perspective that both uh, we have locally in your market and certainly from around the country uh, and around the world. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, Malibu Funding, Inc., and we'll be right back. You're listening to the best of Jeff Barton, your voice of the mortgage industry. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, Malibu Funding, Inc., 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Our NMLS number over here is 79620, and our email address is info at malibufunding.net. Of course, we have a website, malibufunding.net, www.malibufunding.net, and I have no idea why I always say www, but everybody does. It seems to be the <laughs> ubiquitous thing, right? With me today is a, a terrific loan officer and a new person to Malibu Funding, uh, Jennifer Conrad. Jennifer, how are you today? I am doing well, thank you. Awesome. So uh, in talking about loans and talking about what we do here in the wintertime to drum up business, um, what do you see the markets doing, and uh, how do you think uh, – 2016 is going to shape up for both you personally and also in the business? Um, actually, I'm feeling pretty positive about 2016. I've noticed that uh, just in the past week or so, um, I've had a couple of people a bit more interested in doing some refis, um, gearing more towards um, the government loans, though, instead of the conventionals. Right. Um, so I feel like, you know, things are on point for a good year. Okay, so you're, you're talking about refinances, and again, I always wonder where have these people been. The, the rates have been so low, low for so long, people have either slept on it or thought they'd go lower, but now that they're starting to inch up a little bit, maybe that's the impetus they needed to uh, get off the dime, right? To do something, absolutely. They want to try to get in before it gets, you know, too high, and then it's not worthwhile for them to do it. Okay, when you talk to your clients, what are you asking them uh, to give you in terms of uh, documentation, or are you looking for a specific need that they have so that you can place in your head where the loan's going to do? How's the process start, and, and what are you asking your clients? Well, generally speaking, when I, I first speak with them, I just try to find out what their need is, whether it's a cash-out refinance they're trying to do or just a rate term in order to get either a lower term or a lower payment. Um, and then I start with a basic application, and then from there, pulling their credit. Mm -hmm. um, and after that, assessing, obviously, if I need W-2s or pay stubs and W-2s tax returns or if they're retired and 
you know, I need evidence of the retirement of Social Security or disability, you know, whatever is, is necessary at that point. And then from there, it's a matter of um, shopping the lenders to decide which is going to be the best place to, to place the loan so it'll be, you know, the best possible loan for the borrower. Um, and then everything else is, you know, pretty standard. You know, disclosures out, um, try to get everything wrapped up within 30 to 45 days unless we have any extenuating circumstances. And, you know, that's pretty much it. If it's uh, purchases, then, you know, it might run a little bit longer, 60 right. days. But still, right. I agree still with that. the same. Right. Okay. And um, for the listening audience, um, uh, Jennifer has the advantage of having a lot of experience in different places uh, doing loans and at different jobs, which gives which gives you, Jennifer, some, as I say, advantage over some of the other people. Um, talk to us a little bit about the Midwest. What's going on in Chicago? Um, what's happening with the, with the overall economic outlook there from your contacts and the loans that you're doing there as well? Okay. Um, well, I am a loan officer as well as uh, a processor right. in Illinois. And in the past, you know, obviously we were hit pretty hard with the housing bubble and, and everything that happened, but we're starting to see the values recover. And so we're not seeing them quite as high as they were, you know, before. But like I said, we are at least seeing, you know, purchases, even in some of the areas that were hit the hardest, you know, that are somewhere in the, the high ones going into the twos. Right. Um, and everything seems to be a little bit more stable regarding that. I can say that I do feel like there are a lot more purchases, so people are feeling a little bit more relaxed to actually go out and start buying again. Um, and, yeah, okay. I mean, other than that, like I said, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's feeling like it's a lot more stable in, um, in how the business is. And I'm seeing there's a good deal of business coming out of that area. Okay, tell me exactly where in the area. Our listening audience, believe it or not, we get calls from all over the country. We're in six different states ourselves as a company, as you well know. And we get, I had a Michigan call today, uh, speaking of of that area. So, what specifically areas around Chicago are you talking about that that you're familiar with? Um, actually, I do loans in um, Chicago, the mm-hmm. proper. Mm-hmm. I'm doing things on the south uh, portion, south suburbs like Tinley Park, right. um, Palos Heights, um, and even in areas like South Holland and Markham. But then also we're dealing with uh, the northern part of Chicago, like Schaumburg, um, right. Elk Grove Village, Hoffman Estates. And even doing some loans into Wisconsin, like uh, Racine, uh, Milwaukee, in that area as well. I fell asleep on a train one time. Ended up in Kenosha. I was like, "Where the <laughs> heck is? Where the heck is it? It was about forty below. I'm sitting in in the middle of a. I don't know. It was freezing, and I was Kenosha, Wisconsin, yeah, of course. You, you were in Chicago area then, yes. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's exactly right. I was on some train in the loop, and I was trying to get back to where I was living at the time out in Winnetka, and I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I going? That's where I ended up. <laughs> Although right now, now the weather, the weather affects real estate and mortgage as much as almost anything. Uh, obviously, when it rains. In Southern California, uh, there's not a lot of activity in the real estate market because nobody likes to drive or get out in the rain. They're just, it's just everything stops dead here. It's not that quite that way in the Midwest, it's right? It's not. No. It really isn't. I think, you know, the thing is, once you're there, you're sort of conditioned for the weather. And it amazes me to be, you know, in a city where the whole time that I was there primarily was 10 years and only one day. In right. that 10 years, do I recall that everything was shut down? So, you know, people just kind of realize it's, you know, part of living there, and you just make your way around it. The biggest issue, obviously, is, you know, when you're dealing with such severe cold, 
it's preparing a house, you know, to be able to go in to see it, um, you know, and for showings and things like that. But, uh, you know, everyone sort of starts ahead and just sort of make sure they have, you know, the game together so that they're straight. And in Southern California, I know this is your new area of expertise. Where, where are you dealing with uh, primarily here, and, and what's your what's your area you're living in and um, doing business Sherm- in? Sherman Oaks, um, as well as, you know, in the Valley area. And right. um, I'm starting to make contact with people who over in the West Hollywood area. Okay. Um, I do, you know, deal, like I said, with um, several people, you know, that are in the Sherman Oaks area and right in that general vicinity. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I'm trying to branch out into the West Hollywood area as well. Well, Malibu Funding, and we have about 40 loan officers in California, and we're, we're covering a lot of Southern California, obviously south of Santa Barbara and Victor Valley all the way to San Diego. And each community has its own issues, obviously. What are you seeing are the difficulties uh, in doing business here versus where you've done business before, or are there any? I don't think necessarily um, that I find that there are too many issues regarding um, the property in itself. Right. But I do find that there's a little bit more of a challenge with making sure that the borrowers have what's necessary to qualify for the loan, Um, whether it is... uh, you know, credit histories, or, you know, credit worthiness, you know, or the income to support it. And maybe a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, property values and loan amounts are so significantly higher here, you know, than when you're looking in the Midwest or, you know, even on the East Coast. Right. Um, I agree with that. You know, would almost stand to think, you know, if you live somewhere and you're purchasing somewhere where property values are higher, that your income would be higher you know, to match it, but it doesn't always work out that way. No, it doesn't. And I think what we deal with in Southern California is, one, there is a huge number of people here. There's probably in the greater area, you know, 10, 12 million people easily. And I bet uh, a lot of these people have worked several different jobs, especially over the last 8 to 10 years, and trying to find a trail of history um, so that you can figure out what their income's been, what it is now, and what it's going to be is a challenge. It can be. It can be. Now, in solving some of the issues of people who may not be able to get a conventional type loan, um, are you dealing in other types of loans that people, non-QM, hard money? Um, There are some hard money lenders. Um, I cannot say that I do quite a lot of those. However, there are some lenders that are also bringing back some some stated income loans. Uh, I heard that, too. What do you think about that? You know, I can't say I necessarily promote it, but if it's helping a borrower who's in a situation who needs it, um, and there hopefully will be an end to it in the future where they would be able to qualify, you know, income qualify, and, mm-hmm. you know, with assets and everything else, it might be, you know, a good patch to be able to help them out. I mean, in most of these cases, it's 30% down, a 680, you know, minimum score to have it. You know, and the interest rates are going to be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, if it's a situation where it's not going to, um, cause, you know, a big strain on that person, and yet they're going to be able to eventually get out of that and get into something better, you know, it might be a, a good situation. You I just s- feel like you have to qualify your borrower and, you know, know that you're doing something ethically that's going to be right and to help them and not just try to do something in order to, you know, basically say you have a loan. Okay, excellent. Now, do you, do you have a telephone number or some way someone's getting, getting in touch with you if they wanted to talk to you about a loan? Absolutely. My number is 
And that's 773-593-6831. And that's 773, what is that, a Chicago number? That is a Chicago number. Right, okay. (laughs) You won't be in in, in, um, incurring any charges, and most of us have the... (laughs) The all all calls are free kind of deal. So anyway, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I want to do it again. You're terrific. Uh, this has been Jennifer Conrad from Malibu Funding, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to the best of Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. This program was pre-recorded in January 2016. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. It's all about the hoop and the ice. Kate Delaney, NBC Sports. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.